Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Justin, and I am proud to announce the release on DVD of Ninjas vs. Vampires the Movie. That's right, the movie that Big Daddy Horror Reviews called one of the top 10 independent horror films of 2010 is coming out on DVD, and you can order it now by going to ninjasvsvampires.com. Now, you want to go there because if you go to ninjasvsvampires.com, you will get a free audio CD with music from the movie, stuff about the Enlight Podcast Network will be all over it, extra commentary, all sorts of stuff that you can't get anywhere else except by going to ninjasvsvampires.com. So go there to get it. The movie is out. Ninjas vs. Vampires the movie at ninjasvsvampires.com. We are now part of the Enlight Podcast Network with such awesome shows like Trek Off, Pop Off, The Hot Mess Podcast with Phil Stamper, and Ninjas vs. You. Subscribe to those. They're going to be fun. Enlightpodcast.com. It's time for Trek Off, the Star Trek podcast that beat up your honor student. Hi, and welcome to Trek Off. I'm Justin. <laughs> I'm Alexia. And today we're talking about... Pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about today. Um, I was... I was. I just sold you. <laughs> no, no. I was encouraged to not ask. I said, hey, let's do another one. And they said, okay. And I said, okay, what's going to be wrong? And they were like, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> I, had, I had an epiphany in the car. So please. What was your epiphany? What are we talking about in Star Trek? Okay, that you listen. Tell me I, that I could, and you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm so ready. You could have just let it happen, man. I'm so ready. You could have just let it happen. I'm so for ready you. to piss on it. Here, here. You are too. I can tell. Here, like I, you couldn't just be cool. I like. I just be a, like, like especially after all your little pubes jokes, right I've, there. I've had, I've like, had like an emotional <laughs> diuretic, and I'm ready to piss on your, on your idea. <laughs> but please, go ahead. What was your idea? I mean, it's it. Here's the thing. It's gonna be the best idea ever, guys. You're gonna hear this idea, and you're gonna say this is the best. This is better. Than this, this is gonna become a phenomena. Okay. <laughs> a phenomena. A phenomena. It's like <laughs> phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> wow. We just did it. What is it? Okay. Mr. A is over <laughs> That's there. That's what it's about. It's about singing. No. Okay. So here's the thing. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> if you could stop being a child for five uh, seconds. Okay. Go on. Um, yes. Okay. So um, I'm in the car driving home or not driving home. I'm, I'm being a passenger on the way home, but okay. whatever. Neither here nor there. Good. Oh. Um, <laughs> Great story, right? So let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about. So it was a really long drive because you live far away, motherfucker, and it was dark. Um, so anyway, it occurred. Something occurred to me, and it was that you know you and I have have made numerous references and and joked and talked about how we don't uh, always talk about Trek, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, and we didn't even we haven't we haven't even started talking about Star Trek, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. I would like to submit. Oko. <laughs> I just said Oko. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Either. Oko. Oko. <laughs> okay. So you would like to submit. I would like to submit. Okay. That there is nothing that cannot be linked back to Star Trek in some way. So we have to prove a negative. Okay. I'm just saying. Like. We absolutely everything we talked about, like we talked about how there's no uh, now we're not even talking about Star okay. Trek. I'm just saying everything comes down to Star Trek. I'm just saying, okay, everything can be related, everything can be related right. back to Star Trek. All right, 
All right. So here we go. Ready? Here we go. I will. I will. I will submit to you that that you are incorrect, and that if I go, yeah, you're correct, then there's nothing to talk about. You go, yep. Okay, that's right. Well, it was more like a game, so let's 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 do it. Let's, All right, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I, I am going to disagree with you and submit that you're incorrect and say, yes, I would like you to connect Halloween to Star Trek. Go. Okay, Halloween to Star Trek. Um, the reason you can connect Halloween to Star Trek is because on Halloween, people will uh, dress up as Klingons and they will dress really? up as, uh, as... I don't see that. As, what? Don't... People do that shit. Not Are on you Halloween. Kidding? Yeah. What? They do too. It's exactly what they do on Halloween. So therefore, Star Trek is represented. Ah, uh, weak. You gotta give me, give me a better one. You, you throw, you try and throw me. Let's see, because I think that's weak. I think, like, like I, I think you could go back and go. Halloween was founded by, by a, a John Vulcan. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that Halloween <laughs> is actually a Vulcan yeah, holiday. You know what? This is how um, we're gonna, this is how we're gonna, how we're gonna play the game. We're gonna play the game by making up facts that aren't <laughs> that true. That aren't true about Star Trek. Connect, well, well connect. connect it in a way that is, abs- that is like a thin, veiled way because yeah. that's true. Connect, and then we'll connect it in some obscure, con- ridiculous connect way. Connect Christmas to Star Trek. I connect it because Santa Claus was based on the legend of John Sulu. John, Sue, everyone's named John in your stories. Um. <laughs> Realistically, though, Christmas, right? right. Episode, uh, movie, movie in the Nexus. In the Nexus, Stop the kids are having me. they're having Christmas. It's Christmas. Your wife so is Christmas. Me. You're yelling. <laughs> I have to keep turning you down. Uh, all right, um, all right. You try. You give me one. Give me one. Let's see if we can do this. Okay. Here we go. If I can give you one, I don't think you're going to be able to do it. You're we should have like asked for these and then like, oh, you know, we should. We can start, ask for you know them. That's the beauty doing? of it. You know what I can do because it's not set up now, but this is going to be posted in the future. Why don't we get uh, an email address? Why Ooh, don't, fancy. Why don't we somehow register? Because um, I think we can probably do it. Um, for now, let's for now, let's just do uh, for this one. E- email me at. Uh, um, Info at nvzmovie.com. That's info at nvz as in ninjas versus zombies. Info at nvzmovie.com. If you have further ideas either for this episode's game or for a future episode of Trek Off, email us and let us know. Um, and by next time, I will have an actual website, an actual email address set up. So, uh, so we can so we can revisit this game. Up, but okay. Throw me, throw me. Give me something, and let's see if I can connect it to Star Trek. In, uh, and it has to be a real logical connection. In, not in five. Steps are hard, though. Steps are. Let's say, let's say you got like twenty seconds to do it, and and it you can't really you you can't make it as simple as it's Halloween Klingons dress up on Halloween. It's got to be, got to be because that's I'm, valid. I I'd say this last Halloween you could say people dressed up as Kirk. You know. Sure. But okay. Are they're, yeah, they're absolutely a Halloween costume. That was a weak attempt at it yeah. All right. So okay. So so stop me. Go ahead. Give me something. Anything. Okay. Throw it out there. Um. See, I can't say pregnancy six, because there's totally a way. To, six to, degrees of Star Trek. To yeah, link that. Yeah. Because we were just talking about that. Make shit. it obscure. There's constantly well, pregnancy. Well, yeah, pregnancy is is so universal. I mean, every single person on the earth was the result of. I could just go. <laughs> every every single actor on Star Trek was, <laughs> was a result of a pregnancy. Of a pre- no, I mean like something <laughs> right. that links back to the plot yeah. or or to the. No, nah, uh, give the, me some, give the, me something more obscure. Come on. Um. Okay. Um, winning. Winning. <laughs> winning. <laughs> I feel confident that links very easily back to Star Trek. You know, Charlie Sheen? 
Charlie Sheen to Star Trek? Charlie Sheen to Star Trek. Why not? Char- there you go. There you go. Why not? Charlie Sheen to Star Trek. Char- oh, that's not so hard. I'm going to talk in stilted sentences so I can think in between. <laughs> like the guy in Social Network trying to remember his lines. Um, oh. Oh, dude. Um, uh, dude. Ch- Charlie Sheen was um, uh, the... The are you get, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> winning. <laughs> There's like probably you know two people listening no. that are like, dude, I fucking know. Charlie I know Sheen. Charlie like, Sheen. Okay, uh, Charlie Sheen is uh, Charlie Sheen is. Let's start. I guess I'll just say Charlie Sheen was in uh, Young Guns one. Uh, which was followed by Young Guns two with Christian Slater, who showed up in Star Trek six. True that. There you but go. That's more of a six degrees of, of that, d- Kevin Doesn't Bacon. that count? I'm linking it back. Sure. I'm linking that it back. Works. I'm a Lincoln log. <laughs> um, I would have linked it in a way, like a more creative way, like right. like because there's there's Charlie Sheen and he's talking about winning and win and win win winner, right? And he's a winner and he's on a drug and it's called Charlie winning. Sheen or he's by winning. winning. So like he's obviously pretty hooked on this whole concept of win. Yeah. And 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 what a wins, <laughs> quite frankly, more than Star Trek just as a whole. And B, like, are not Kirk and Picard, and and you know even. You God, can't remember any other captain no, names? No, no. Wow. <laughs> Archer. Uh, and Car- <laughs> Kirk and Picard and, Picard and, and Han Solo and, Han Solo. and no, Malcolm, Re- Malcolm Reynolds <laughs> and and Angel and and. The two twin old guys from All My Children and <laughs> what? people who watch All My Children know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I and don't, Annette, so and, and Annette Benning and, and Lois Lane. <laughs> they're all on TV. So they're, no, they're like so Star Trek. I was saying because Charlie Sheen, because Charlie Sheen is into winning, right? And they're winners. They're winners. And wow. Charlie Sheen is a winner. Winners. Clearly, this game wasn't really thought out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's thought out. Listen, Wait it's fun, motherfucker. Okay, no, I'm having a great time. Okay, <laughs> give me one. <laughs> I think it's interesting for the audience to hear as we as we digress and collapse. I think that's fun. What digressing? Coll- I told no, you we're here. still talking about Star Trek. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Give that's me, the beauty of it. it. Give and me one. <laughs> Okay. Give me one that's not pop culture because if you say an actor, I'll do six degrees, or if you say a movie, I'll do six. So give me something. Yeah, no, that, no, 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 no. I want, I want. Give I want. me something that's outside um, of the realm of Hollywood. Nom 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 nom. No, 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 no. I saw a Pac-Man shirt today, and underneath it was a picture of Pac-Man. I said nom 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 underneath. Oh, that's awesome. I know. All right, go on. Have you played the Championship Edition? I have. I haven't played the new version of it. I have the old version of it, but I do like it. Oh, the new vision is, is fucking kick ass. Yeah, I, I have the version that's like from last year, but evidently I do too. I had that as well. There's, there's Champion Edition two now. Yes, and it's really cool because like it changes up the thing. Like you know how when you're does you're the maze in- change? Because the yes, maze the maze doesn't change in the yes, current. Yes, the there are one. different mazes, and and part of it is that as you're running along, right, and you're getting pellets, and and you're you know how like it'll sort of they'll appear on the other side of the screen as you as you eat the last one or whatever. They're not all on screen at the same time. You know what I'm talking about? I'm kind of mad actually that 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 Pac-Man has gotten its own championship edition when clearly the most famous and best of all the Pac-Man games was Miss Pac-Man. True. Yeah, True like, that. Yeah, Miss Pac-Man was better. Find find me a Pac-Man machine sitting around in a pizza in, shop yeah, in a pizza anywhere. Place. No, it's always Miss Pac-Man or a bar. It's yeah, always, it's always Pac-Man, Pac-Man, and if it's good, it's 
it's speed it's speedy miss pac-man which is the yeah but that's the thing there that they basically taken pac-man as a as a skin and it's the gameplay of of yeah miss pac-man but it should be miss pac why why not why not not give her the fucking bow yeah miss miss pac-man championship edition Agreed. I would buy that in a heart because I've I actually have this is an interesting you should, thing you should know on almost every except the machine we're recording on which is a studio machine every other machine in our in my entire house has Miss Pac Man on it including all my phones that I've ever owned. That's fucking awesome. I love Miss Pac Man. Miss Pac Man is good shit. I no Kelly and I got into Miss Pac Man because uh, we I have a stand up video game at, for those of you listening I have a stand up video game in the corner of my room and Kelly uh, sorry Mrs J would get uh, she and I would her name get, is not Kelly I mean, no not at all not. Kelly. <laughs> um, yeah, she uh, she and I would get into uh, like before our uh oh sorry before uh, our first child was born. She would get uh, she and I would get into wars and we got really good. We got really good at speeding Miss Pac Man for a while um, to the point where like our wrists would hurt and stuff because we nice. were like we like we could you we could go into an arcade with a quarter and play for an hour. That's fucking like awesome. between the two of us, we got nice. really good. We were like up there on like scores of like four hundred, five hundred thousand. Nice, you on the high score, like on the on the page and everything, like well, up there. Yeah, I, I mean, I I can still walk into any, I can get to the top ten in any pizza shop that I go into. I don't, I mean, I don't. I every once in a while I see a score that just blows me away. That I'm like, wow, they got a million. But you know, I can get, you know, I can get up there. Yeah. Nice. So, so, but seriously, in the in in the, in the guess, new championship one, listen, hear me yeah, out. I'll hear like you when out. you go get the little pellets and they start appearing, then what also starts happening is is instead of just the ghosts like in the box, like ghosts, sort of sentry ghosts appear where the new pellets are, and they don't like wake up until you go past them. I sorry, I'm just turning your mic. Oh, sideways. Why? So you know, oh, into so it. No. So yeah. So, okay, so you basically, as you go by them and they, like, wake up, then they start chasing you. And what's cool about this is that you can get a chain of, like, 30 or 40 motherfuckers running after you. Oh, my gosh. So when you get, like, a pellet, you just turn around and, like, it's so cool. I'm just saying. That's awesome. Yeah. So now related to Star Trek. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition of Star Trek? Or just Pac-Man. Or just Pac-Man? that specific. All right, I relating Pac-Man to Star Trek. This is harder than I thought it would be. Um... Pac-Man eats and the people on Star Trek eat, which is the way you would do it. Um, I would like oh. to submit suck my dick. <laughs> suck uh, it. He's still over there on the couch. And the people are listening. He's going, is he still over there? Has he been there for a week? <laughs> <laughs> Stop dying, Mike. Oh, it's my God. because you keep touching my mic it. Is t- I don't mean to touch it. Uh, <laughs> 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 I should just keep my mouth by it at all times without using my hands at all. Um, so Pac-Man to Star Trek. Um, okay, Pac-Man is a video game from 1979 and, uh, was the, um, I don't know, <laughs> it's hard, hard to me. Okay, I would say that the game that, uh, that Data plays at the, um, at the end of the episode, um, where Picard and Riker have to square off against each other. I think it's the season two opener. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but I think the game that Data has to play where Dr. Pulaski's like, you busted up. Oh, we should do a whole episode on Dr. Pulaski. Oh God. Yeah. Cause I can't stand that whore. Yeah. Except I, I like, would not do her. I would actively not do Except her. I think she actually had an interesting arc. And I think that if I were writing the show, I would have had her come back around season five. Cause I would like to see her and Crusher have to play off each other. 
Like, I wish that she had come back once or twice. Really? Yeah, because you would you, want more. Wait, wait, no. Listen, we'll get back that, to this. It, we will, but you have to finish your Pac-Man. Okay, so tie. so so the game that Data plays is very is is very much sort of like based on it looks like a maze based game, and that's sort of Pac-Man ish. Sure. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I guess. Yeah. So that's a it's it's a it's a maze. It's a it's a blue maze based video game that data plays and it seems very pac-man ish and i think that that is based on the way we kind of feel about pac- pac-man i think that's viable that's viable i guess i, th- yeah, I, th- I think that's absolutely i feel like a valid i feel like it's a stretch i think i think it's a stretch because i feel like pac-man is so is so isolated like <laughs> like poor motherfucking pac-man is just on his own he's like on his own like he's <laughs> like he, all by himself <laughs> he's a cultural phenomenon that doesn't tie into anything so i sort of feel like i can go it's like so well, come on, come on, over, over, phenomenon. Yeah, see, da, 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 da. phenomenon. Oh, come, come over. <laughs> Why don't you just sit over here? Pac-Man is a cultural phenomenon. Right in the mic. He's had it. I'm okay. I can't touch the mic. We talked about this. No touching. So Pac-Man is a cultural phenomenon. He's had a number of sequels, um, and many of them. And spinoffs. And spinoffs, and and many of these spinoffs and sequels have been questionable in terms of quality, hotly debated. Among although the although, although among its first fans. spinoff, Ms. Pac-Man, is considered possibly better than the original. And there's there some debate as to... <gasps> See? Everything relates to Star Trek. Oh, that's much that's much better than what I came up with. That's insanely good. I win. He wins. Daryl wins. And you get nothing. He wins at the game of nothing. Star Trek. Nothing. Daryl <laughs> looks like he's been hit by a truck. All of a sudden, you look, you look really tired. Oh, a cat? Just in general, not cat. Okay, um, then I'll I'll get it back to you, Donkey Kong. Go. <laughs> How is that any different? Like it's it's it's. It's way different. You can't use the same path. Go. How can't you use the same path? Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Trek Off. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast where we don't talk about Star Trek. I just established this. Everything we talk about is related to Star Trek. We're never not talking about so Star is Trek. the is 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 the thing that we can take as an axiom that we can then jump off to any subject yes and worry that's about kind it of my point <laughs> like we can talk about anything all we have to do is tie it back in welcome <laughs> to trek off today we're talking about noodles <laughs> ready talk about all right yeah i won't make you do donkey Kong. noodles go noodles okay noodles you cannot say people on star trek eat noodles go <laughs> noodles is a a uh, traditional uh, dish of certain races, right? Like certain people like to eat noodles. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I love how you wouldn't tell me the idea every time. You're like, that's like, I won't tell because you. Because it's so much more fun this if is, we have no idea what to say. Come this on, is going to work really well. <laughs> um, so speaking of, you know, speaking of having no idea what to say. Goodness gracious. Go on. And then, and, but so noodles are very similar to racht. <laughs> you mean gach? <laughs> to rock. <laughs> Make up words. I'm not making up a word. That's what they order. It's those 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 wormy it's noodle movie doobie things. It's gach. It, they call, it sounds like they're saying rach. It's gach. 
Gach. Everyone knows that it's Gach. Fine, whatever. I stand corrected. It's Gach. I, I want to look it up now. Look it up. No look matter, it up. No ma- I, I trust me. I don't have to look this one up. It's Gach. Okay. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. Um, I don't have a hundred dollars. But the funny thing. But is I've been that, hearing them say it like this whole first love, season, what and I it love, totally sounds like Gach. What I what I what I love about this. What I love about this is that your 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 decision now is I'm just going to make up Klingon words. So. <laughs> How is Donkey Kong like Star Trek? It's like it's like it's, it's like Oh, I see that. That's, because because that's, Donkey Kong is a lot like the Klingons that's, 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 in that he's very warlike and what? likes to throw things. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing barrels of blood wine. Yes. <laughs> Donkey, Donkey Kong is like the Klingon word do chok chok chok, which means plumber who climbs ladders and smashes barrels with hammer, chasing monkey. It's chasing a re- monkey. it's a really specific Klingon word. I really can't believe they came it's up with that. It's almost a song, really. It's a traditional oh Klingon goodness. song. Chok <laughs> I'll do the English translation. It says, Here comes plumber, climb a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more Grab, of a soulful plea. Grab side. hammer, smash barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> We're not even talking. We're singing and laughing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a two weeks ago. It was like duty. Last last episode was like, oh, we finally like we, instead of doing Captain Dick Hard like we were going to, or like we actually had a great episode about like we really fought about Captain Picard. This time it's just like, like yeah, Jojo. Jo. <laughs> and then they have a sequel to Donkey Kong Junior. <laughs> now, baby of monkey is the is the main character. <laughs> Mario's a bad guy. The only time in Mario history. <laughs> Mario is a lot like see, see. Mario is a lot like um, like the Romulans in that what? he's the bad guy. In the only one time, right? But then over time, no, he's actually kind of an okay no, guy. He's the good guy at the beginning. Then he's the bad guy <laughs> in one episode, and then in the third one, he has a son who inexplicably kills bugs. <laughs> Have you played? Have you played Donkey Kong 3? No, I don't think I have. Yeah, I know you're a little guy and you jump up and you have to kill bugs with, with uh, bug spray. Really? Shut your mouth. Uh, when we're done, I will turn on Donkey Kong 3 for you to see it. It's true. I'm not lying. This is what it really is. This is Donkey Kong 3. How do we get from that? You, you sound like Robin Quivers. It's <laughs> Yes, Johnny. <laughs> wow. Two drinks and I'm flying. Um, Fly like a kite. That's my reference to the original 1989 Batman. Thank you. What? You don't watch? You don't? Sorry. All of a sudden she gets very serious and angry. Why angry? I like how you've decided I'm angry. I'm not angry. You look angry. You look you're going to kill me. (laughs) Sometimes I just want to kill you. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) So does my wife. That's it's fine, really nothing personal. No, it's, 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 it's <laughs> I'm used to it, really. It's fine with me. I've grown accustomed. It's, it's <laughs> so we can, you know what? Here's what we can do. Oh my goodness. We can, we can, now that we've proven that everything ties into Star oh, Trek, no. that's something for our back pocket. No. You were talking about some ridiculous shit, like how Pula- they should bring her back. Like Who? <laughs> Pulaski? Oh, have we given up on the game? Or like, this game doesn't work at all? 
Because no matter what that we say. That is actually not true. This game works very well. We go, DVDs. Star Trek's on DVD. Okay. Oxygen. Everyone has Star Trek. You, you talk. Get. You talk. I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to recline like you did last episode. Go. Talk. Five minutes of you just talking. Go. Go. What? That's Go. a bunch of bullshit. Talk. <laughs> it was all you. You were the Picard boy. It was all you. I know. And now I'm reciprocating. It's all you. But it's we not all me. We switched mics. It's all you. Go. We, sw- we switched mics. I like that. So that means it's all me. <laughs> You're on the mic where you have to talk. <laughs> This has been designated the talking mic. The other mic is the responding it's like, mic. It's like handing the candle over in AA. Let me drink my whiskey. You talk. <laughs> Which I guess is not really how AA works. <laughs> no, it's kind of kind of the antithesis of AA, really, if, if you were to think about it. And by the way, thanks for letting me try that. Oh, it's a mixed drink. <laughs> it's water and whiskey, asshole. I mix water with whiskey. <laughs> it's a mixed. Mix. It's not a mixed drink, jackass. I mixed you know it. it. <laughs> it's two liquids that it's I mix together. <laughs> I put whiskey on ice. I let the my ice milk mil- milk milk ice milk. <laughs> Your ice likes. They don't milk. even have ice. What happened to ice milk? Remember when what? you grew up? There was ice milk instead of low-fat ice cream. There was ice. You could get ice cream or like the fat-free ice cream was ice milk. No. Yeah, no, it was ice milk, and you can't get ice milk anymore. You're crazy. I'm not no. crazy. Look it's it up. Wikipedia. 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 Wikipedia doesn't know everything. It does know everything. It no, knows your name. No, because it can be wrong. It knows your name. <laughs> and, it, and it looks for you in the night. I think there's a picture of you on Wikipedia. <laughs> there's not a picture I, of me on Wikipedia. There might be. I think there's. It might be a picture of Daryl on what? Wikipedia. Really? Look up Wikipedia. Look up Ninja vs. Zombies on Wikipedia and see if there's a picture of you on it. There, there, I think there might be a picture of you on it. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, where's your five minutes? Go, talk. Where's my... I don't know. Go. I lost my five Talk about minutes. stuff. Talk about stuff. Well, so your ice milk is a lot like Star Trek. <laughs> In the, uh, my ice milk is a lot like Star Trek on TV in that it used to exist and it doesn't now. <laughs> That's true. It's true. No, but I was thinking, like, here's something I always wondered about, right? You know what they talk about? Like, yeah. um, they talk about uh, the replicated food. And there's that whole episode on Deep Space Nine where they find that crashed uh, group of people or whatever that, like, the bitch meant to crash them there and was like, they couldn't, nothing would work because there was some kind of a dampening field that wouldn't allow shit to work. So they had to, like, grow food oh yeah and, and, and they and actually, lock him in the box and yeah stuff. And it's like yeah. all intense and yeah, shit yeah i know that episode like so that makes i know you... all the episodes <sighs> i'm a nerd so that makes... i'm not a nerd i'm a good guy well yeah i mean i tend to think that i'm just saying you think i'm a good guy sure thanks I mean, just, go on just because i want to kill you sometimes don't mean i think you're Uh-oh. a bad dude of have you pulled it up are you on there why are you doing <laughs> <laughs> That's my phone. Here, I'm just going to walk off like I did when, when the popcorn was burning. <laughs> no, you're not. I'll just go jump on Wikipedia. No, you're not. Ow, don't hurt me with your feet. <laughs> I'm going to stop you physically. Oh, my gosh. Don't make me kick you. Go on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're such a go whiny talk. little bitch. What are you going to do your five minutes? Go on. I was doing it. <laughs> I know, but I can't stop myself. You just say ridiculous things. I do not. What was ridiculous about what I said? I don't remember what you said. Oh, right. <laughs> Why was it ridiculous? I don't know. This is the silliest episode. This is sillier than the Duty Faves episode. <laughs> we have to do it every once in a while. So people are like, what the well, fuck? I, I thought they were doing a serious Star Trek show. <laughs> I wish they were doing more Star Trek. I want to talk about the merits of Chief O'Brien on Next Generation versus the merits of Chief O'Brien on DS9. I think he was better on DS9. <laughs> I 
I think I just mocked our audience. That was really rude. I think our audience is tuning out. They're going, that guy's a dick. <laughs> that guy's a dick. <laughs> that guy's a, he's they not, aren't wrong. He's not better than me. He's, not be- he's a guy. He's watched more Star Trek than any of It's true. It's kind of true. I watch, I watch DS9 today. And I've uh, watched. So did I. What's your big deal? I've watched the, the entire series through like five times. Yeah. So? Yeah, I know. You know what? It's it's a comfort to me. It's like it's familiar, but the stories are dynamic enough and there's so much shit. There's like so much Star Trek that it's never really familiar. It's never something that I've watched. Like I don't have to watch something that I watched in the last year. I can watch a different oh, Star yeah, Trek totally. all the time and not feel like it's too familiar. And yet it's like it's, a yes, uni- it's familiar. It's something that you there's so much of it that it's a universe that I can sort of always revisit and not be like Board it's always kind of new. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I mean, that's one thing I love about it is that, like, I haven't watched an episode of The Next Generation in a year and a half. I just haven't because I watch DS9 all the time. I've been working on DS9, like, for two years just because whenever I get a chance, I just kind of pop it on. Yep. Um, I watch two or three. You can ep- count on that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm and, saying? And that's like, the thing. I'm about to finish. I'm four episodes away from the end um, again. And then I think I'm going to jump to the original series season one, which I haven't watched in 10 years. And, you know, that's a decade. It's a decade since I've watched season one. I'm going to watch it all the way through, which I've never done like as a like a like, what's like a watching done. progress I got you. or watching project. So, like, that's one thing that appeals to me about it. So, like, I guess that's why I like Star Trek. And that's one, I, I love that about it. Like, I've I've really been enjoying, like, you know, watching Deep Space Nine this whole time and and, and going back. And like, I know what. What Bashir's gonna say because I'm so enamored of him. I watched. Him I a guess lot. what what you're like, gonna like about the end of DS9 is that it it really encompasses the entire Star Trek. You see Earth. You see, like, oh, wow. like you get to see the entire, like everybody makes an appearance by the end. The Breen, the Romulans, the Klingons, the you know, you know, Starfleet headquarters. Well, the, I think what's kind of cool about Deep Space Nine is the fact that it's um that it's on the the wormhole and it's on the edge of this place that we couldn't just get to before. Yeah. yeah so like totally, there's there's totally. so much new yet familiar in terms yeah. of like we know how the federation operates. But it's but it's, even that is not completely familiar because it's not oh, it's yeah. not a federation station, it's a Bajoran station. Well, and that's you know? and that's the thing you and and I just I I if you love that's why I'm a big DS9 fan is if you love if you love Star Trek DS9 gives you all of it. It gives you all the entire. You explore the Federation in Star Trek. It, if if in it, or in DS Nine, if in the Next Generation you explored new worlds, DS Nine is where you explore the worlds you know, which is interesting to me. I feel like you still explore new worlds though, even in DS Nine because you, you do at the beginning. Yeah, you do, because you you're, do yeah, the they're, they're right on the, the wormhole, and then we're not yeah, familiar with they, that they, stuff they, yet, and and they're learning. That goes away. That goes away. I, well, if I'm certain, like, because they're going to get familiar. Halfway halfway through season three, that that almost entirely goes away. Um, but what you start doing that I love is you start to really, really get to know all the races, like like the Ferengi. You get to know them. you get to know the. I mean, I have to say, like, they stop being I mean, just even funny. In, even in the beginning. The rules of acquisition. Like, do you know what Ferengi means? Do you know that would be great. I think I, I could get the. I'll buy the book. Um, do you know what Ferengi means? Mm. It's a, I forget which African country, but it's an African word for white men. Oh wow! And that's what they're supposed to be. They're us. 
I could totally see that. They're us. They're they're twentieth twentieth century twentieth uh, century white uh, white people. Capitalist to yep. the end. Capitalist to the end. Self serving. Gross. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to be. That's why the word was chosen. That's that's really cool. Actually, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And like they, I just, but you definitely you learn like like I like you what you see the Ferengi like in like what, maybe one two episodes or something in in Next Gen or whatever. And you know who the very first Ferengi you see is Armin Shimmerman. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's Quirk. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not playing. He's Quark. not Quark. Yeah, yeah, but but it's him. And Rom, you also see in the Next Generation. But like, I just think it's cool because once, like, from the very first episode of Deep, of Deep Space Nine. You learn so much about the Ferengi well, so you, quickly. What's interesting about Quark is that, uh, just from my experience, is that um, when I was playing a Romulan, I, I feel like I feel like that guy who's like, back when I did this. But I got this experience with the fandom, which is a unique experience. I think that, like, sure, I had to interact with the fandom as a Star Trek guy. And the interesting thing is, is you'd find guys that you would never imagine, like, who ever watched Star Trek. Like, you don't imagine that that you know, Black Urban America is giant Star Trek fans. Like that doesn't, but I, when I was there, you know, I would find that demographic, they would, to the Kerrang, the, the Ferengis, they yell, hey, Quark, hmm. or, or to me, the, the Romulans, they yell, hey, Spock, um, <laughs> <laughs> something, something I had to deal with. But everyone, I, you know, you know, the, you know, the, the Asian people came in and watched it. White people came in, white, black, Asian, uh, uh, Hispanic, it didn't matter. It was like they would, they, people would come in and they would know, uh, the Klingons are always called Worf. The Romulans were always called Spock. <laughs> what are you going to do? Right. Um, and the Frangi were always called Quark. The interesting thing about Quark is you would expect them to know Worf and you'd expect them to know Spock because they're in the consciousness. But DS9 was the renegade show that supposedly nobody really watched. And yet, and yet. Quark is such character. Quark, Quark was entered. Everybody knew who Quark was. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew. Even you would go, you could say to those people, I'll bet, do you watch DS9? And they go, I know who Quark is. Yeah. Um, so in Vegas, you know, they used to have Quark's bar. Oh, oh yeah. You had friends who were going to take you and didn't take you. I Kelly has a t-shirt that says Quark's bar and girl. She wears it around and people don't know what it means. Oh, that's so cool. I want one. I have a hat that says NXL1 on the front, like, like the original Enterprise, like, like the Archer's Enterprise Yeah. and just NXL1. Nobody has any idea what it means. I like that kind of it's, stuff. It's a little nerdy, but. Dude, whatever. I like that stuff. I don't give a shit. I love that. Story. All right. I right, go talk five minutes. Go. So what I was saying before you interrupted me and like derailed me and I was not being ridiculous was the replicated food versus um, not replicated. Oh, like how they how they go like replicated doesn't taste as good. Yeah. Like and yeah. I thought that was interesting because like I don't think I don't feel like you really get that until later. Like that idea that somehow like replicated a food, at least to me, right? Like just from, from, from the outside, like when you first see it and they just like, you know, get something out of the machine and it's just like, that's fucking sweet. You know, like you don't even have to punch it in and microwave it. You know what I mean? Like just give me my food and it doesn't require really anything on your part, but knowing what you want. Well, I feel like, I feel like that was first sort of exemplified with, uh, synthahol which is what the replicators would give you and that was in the very final episode of the first season of next gen where they had the the people from the 20th century who are who were on the enterprise and how they couldn't get alcohol and you heard the synthahol was something that didn't like didn't really inebriate you Mm. um and that picard you later learn has his own stash of actual alcohol Mm -hmm. um and 
And I think that's the first sense that you get. That you that. get of that not yeah. being but the... Cer- certainly Captain Sisko's dad, who I don't know if you've met yet, but, you know, Captain Sisko's dad has a Cajun restaurant. And, no, and, I've not gotten and, and that, does that it, far. doesn't believe in, in, you know, in, in doing, you know, replicated replicate well and i thought it was just interesting because they you know when cisco's down there on the planet and you know he's talking to the kid and he gets he's sort of getting that first inkling that something's up because the kid's like oh i've never eaten replicated food and he's like oh really you know like that's odd you know what i mean like that's the norm is eating replicated food and it makes me like i mean would you say then that like would replicated food be microwavable food be prepackaged food like well, I, is that I, because that's st- like because people go and just get it and it's and it doesn't seem to be like it tastes bad. Yeah, right? I think I think that replicated food is sort of the Applebee's of food. I think that the the idea that I had of replicated food is that um is it's an interesting conversation to have actually. We could do an episode on replicated food. Maybe we could. Maybe that's what we're doing. We're just starting a hodgepodge and we'll have to do that sometimes. Um, with that. But if if we're talking about replicated food, I think that if you imagine that the replicator, let's say you want a hamburger. Yeah. Right. Now they're not going to give you a sloppy, really bad for you hamburger. You the, the only, uh, evidently the only unhealthy thing they have in the replicator is chocolate. <laughs> you know, it's like 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 I in an early episode they're like, give me this good thing to think. We don't we do not have you know this nutritionally oh. bad thing unless you're Counselor Troy and you want chocolate. In which case, go ahead, gorge yourself, pig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, she's gorgeous. I, she's because actually, she has that hair. They're like, you can eat yeah. whatever you want, baby. Um, uh, but uh, she's not a, actually. It's unfair for me to call her pig because she's pretty sexy. But um, uh, but I think that that if you have, let's say, ten burger recipes, maybe they have a hundred. You know, in your life, you would have had those hundred burger recipes, and they are. You know, let's assume that they were made by Starfleet chefs, and so you have the same chef doing the same five burgers. So eventually, you've got essentially it's like the Applebee's of burgers. They they just you know when you order a burger, this is what it has because you don't have a you see Picard go T Earl Grey hot right. Mm-hmm. He does that all the time. He doesn't say T Earl Grey number seventy two, which is the Earl Grey from this. He says T Earl Grey. You get the sense. So you're saying that it's not necessarily that it's quote unquote like bad tasting or not good food but that it's, it's always same. the same the same. same same so when you so when you go to a planet and they've cooked with this you know where they've cooked with a spice that is not available on earth and they've made their own thing they made their own food and suddenly you're tasting something that tastes totally different or it's the same food prepared in a slightly different way that you're not used to i think that then you have then it's intriguing and it's interesting yeah yeah I because th- like there's a there's a klingon restaurant on on ds9 on yeah DS9. absolutely yeah and um, which is why I thought because that's what they're always ordering. I swear it sounds like rock. Gah, it sounds gah, like rock. Gah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm totally are, are they are they drinking Ractuccinos yet for you? Um, I feel like I, I, th- they, I feel like somebody's ordering. They introduced it yeah Ractuccinos. Eventually, everybody on this station becomes addicted to Ractuccinos. Like it's not a plot development. It's just like everybody it just kind of happens because it was just like it's cool to say Ractuccino. Everybody's because it, it sounds like cappuccino. You know what you know what it is. You know that it's coffee. It's clear on coffee. Yeah. So you know that like. Everybody's drinking like um, that. They're always drinking Ractuccinos. It's, it's, <laughs> everybody's always let's go out for a Ractuccino. It's just really funny. It's, just, it's like it's just God, sort of something that happens. It's, it's like permeates all it's of like DS9. the Starbucks of DS9. But that, but it doesn't catch on really anywhere else. That's why it's the Starbucks of DS9. Yeah, you know it is. Except it, uh, it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> best podcast ever. Ever. How you how you liking it, folks? Are you enjoying it? If you don't like they it, can answer back if, right if now. you if you don't like this go over to pop off it's really good at the Enlight podcast network 
endlightpodcast.com. <laughs> hey, you know what? Everybody loves it when you diss your own shit when, hey, you're, not, when you're doing by it. the time so this know. comes out, this is going to be late April. Hmm. I do want to brag. Can I brag a little? Can I brag just a little? Go Ninjas versus Vampires, nationwide release on May 3rd. Awesome, dude. Nationwide on DVD. You're in it. I am. I'm in it. Uh, I'm in it a little more than you are. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, I, you know, wrote, directed it and stuff, but uh, please, <laughs> please go grab it because that's, you know, it's coming out like b- right around when we release this, we're going to be, we're releasing probably three weeks from now. It's going to be pretty close, pretty darn close for, to being. And then what for, you can do is you can watch it and then you can see Justin. And then when he talks to the says, commentary, and then he says stupid shit. I do. The you commentary. can be like, oh, it's that Joker. And you can the envision com- actually hitting him. The co- the commentaries are the commentaries are 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 me I me and the group and the gang and some of the people who've been on pop off and stuff so yeah listen to go there so enough plugging <laughs> listen Star go there. Trek and it's a lot like Star Trek because it's why lot, it's a lot like Star Trek because uh, uh, I'd say because the Star Trek discs have commentaries but they don't in the most of them or they do now no actually that's something I haven't done there's an aspect of Star Trek I haven't done they re released. Uh, uh, DVDs or maybe they're just Blu-rays but I I have the not the most recent uh, DVD release of the Next Generation movies and the most recent uh, DVD releases that I don't have um, have commentaries because they didn't have commentaries when I bought uh, them. Are these the one like is the the one the disc set I have is all of them in one huge big box and like that each one might box have the commentaries like a bunch of different di- like has at least two that discs one might that one might have the commentaries but the i know that the insurrection commentary is is essentially um jonathan frakes and marina sirtis ragging on insurrection are you kidding yeah i'd want to hear it so bad i'll ha- i will when i get home i will look and see if yeah. i have that shit if you have it i want to borrow and it and i will let you borrow it if yeah in fact that's true do. It's interesting because he directed. I since we're just jumping topics all over the place, we talked about insurrection in the last one and how what a problem I had with insurrection and specifically Picard and insurrection. But there's insurrection went through like all these permeations of 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 or permutations. Sorry, of um, permeate permeate means to completely infiltrate. Um, permutate is to is different variations on something. So it had um, for I'm, everyone that wanted a language I'm, lesson. I'm, I'm probably wrong. Thank you. You're not entirely wrong. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so different permutations of the script that started with it was supposed to be based on Heart of Darkness, like Apocalypse Now, um, and it was a very dark, dank, like serious script by by Michael Pillar, I think, is who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be wrong, um, but that it went through all these different changes. Um, a lot to of to become the, what it became. To become what it like to become like a comedy. It was, the idea was it was going to be the Star Trek Four. It's going to be the comedy. Um, ah. which is what they tried to do. They said Star Trek four is a really successful one. We're going to do one like that. And then it failed. And then with nemesis, they said, no, we're going to make it like Star Trek wrath of Khan. That's the successful one. And then again, it failed. Um, instead because of you the, can't redo, like you can't well, but they capture were, the, they like, were, you have to do your own thing. Like that's what I, even think in interviews, was. they were like, Oh, it's going to be like that. It was going to be like the thing you loved this. other Yeah. Thing. So, um, so, uh, so yeah, insurrection started out as this really, and it went through, all these changes and you can find pieces of the original but Michael, P- Michael Piller released like a or not released but had all these notes um, and letters back and forth about like how everything went completely completely wrong and it was released for like three days on TrekWeb it was released for three days and then the family of Michael Piller and Rick Berman like concurrently said please tear it down and it was taken down um 
but I've read tiny portions Why? of it. That I don't understand. Well, because it's not very flattering of Rick Berman and Patrick Stewart. And basically everybody grabbing the script and going, no, this is what I want it to be. No, this is what I want it to be. No, the, and like how they, how, oh, really? how it was strong armed into becoming how, what it became. Um, but Michael Pillar is dead now, so we can't ask him. Uh, so, but that's evidently the, the story behind that, that it was like essentially written, not written by committee, but rewritten by committee and ended up imploding upon itself. That's see, that's the trouble. So sometimes I think with with film scripts when they they start on some shit and then it it's rewrite 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 rewrite. Sorry, it's like sometimes you're really loud and then sometimes you're not really loud. Sometimes you're very quiet. So I'm trying to keep up. Good luck with that. I'm just gonna. Go. <laughs> I'm just as as I'm sure the audio files who listen to what we have maybe there's one know that I just compress the hell out of everything anyway and they're just like why do you do that? This is why. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's all her fault. It's all my everything's no, my it's, fault. Uh, it's my fault for not having better equipment. But what are we gonna do? Send money. <laughs> Log with your email. Send with, money with your money. Yeah, with your money. Yes, please. Lots of them. So go on. Go on. Go um, on. Five no minutes. Go. What I was saying now. Okay. Five minutes. Go. Douglas Adams. Go. Douglas Adams. I fucking love Douglas Adams. I know. I, so I just saw my Hitchhiker's uh, book over there. I was like, I'm gonna pull badass. that. So. It is badass. It's good shit. I love it when it, it wasn't even in like one of the popular ones, so to speak. Like, cause you know, it's like, you know, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Those are like the, you know, the, the, the ones that everybody knows, right? Don't shit on the movie, by the way, cause I actually dug the movie a lot. No, I did too. I'm, I'm not, I had no intention of shitting on a the lot. movie. A and, lot. And yes, the movie had lots and lots of flaws, but I, I think that um, Sam Rockwell. I love Sam Rockwell. Is just brilliant. I just didn't like the way they did that. Like, I love Sam Rockwell, and I think he was perfect casting, and I love what he did, but I didn't like the representation of the two-headedness. I wasn't feeling that. Yeah, I wasn't feeling I, that I as much either. Yeah, I but, just didn't dig but, it. But still, I didn't care because it was Sam Rockwell. Yeah, but him as a character. He was perfect. He, he perfect. was perfect. Oh, and, and Alan Rickman is Marvin. Oh, my God. It was awesome. again. Perfect. Oh, did you know the guy who plays uh, um, Arthur Dent is going to be Bilbo? Oh, okay. In, in, uh, in The and Hobbit. Then, that's cool as shit. Isn't that cool? That is cool. I dig. There we go. That, good choice. Good casting choice. Yeah, every once in a while they'll do. And, some and good if you like haven't that. seen the British Office, have you seen the British Office? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's the Jim character. Oh right, right. I love that guy. Yeah. So anyway, go on. Five minutes. Go. Um. Douglas. I thought we were talking That's about Douglas gonna, Adams. I was trying to. That's say gonna be the name the of the Douglas, episode. Five, five minutes, minutes. Go. <laughs> the the Douglas Adams. You spilled your stupid whiskey all over me. What is with you? I don't got my guys all over the place. <laughs> the fuck? Um, I I'm oh. drunker now than when I was talking about smearing duty. I was completely dead sober when I was talking about like like <laughs> sorry, I've had it like like probably two or three drinks now, and now I'm not like this is me. But then I was just like smear duty, 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 duty. Now I'm just kind of like a little more esoteric and like woo, but. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> right, yeah. Sorry, five minutes go. <laughs> five minutes go. Ladies and gentlemen, in entertainment terms—that's what you call a callback. That is a callback to a previous joke. Speaking of callbacks, why you just do you got do a, that? Why you, you got talked out of me? It was a fucking you just, callback. You just speaking of callbacks, you just got a callback. Huh? Like you just did an audition? Oh right, yeah. What did you audition for? I w it was a. It was more of a workshop that like you could audition at the. What end was it of, called? Uh. <laughs> I don't remember what the name of the workshop was. I'm sorry. It was. It was called thisisascam.com. <laughs> yes, it was called scamartists.com. No, it wasn't that. It was about. Um, it was just with a, uh, like a casting director and 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 um, an artistic director of. Like but you a, did up in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, That's cool. And it was, yeah, it was just informative. Like, you Where'd know, you eat while you were there? Where did we eat? Did you eat anywhere fun? No, I wanted to because we were, when, we, when I finished up, I wanted to go um, to the Hard Rock Cafe because I've actually never eaten there. Oh, yeah? And I totally saw there's it. One like, in, there's one near us. Yeah, but that's not the same, is it? It's the DC. It's Washington D.C. Yeah, it's pretty fucking the same. No, it's not pretty the fucking same because it's D.C. and D.C. is not New York by any stretch. It's not, but it's. I'd say it's top ten cities in the world. D.C. Something you, about D.C. just you, doesn't you feel the, mall, the same kind of city to me. Like when you're walking around New York, there's a very D.C. feels like a museum. Yeah, it doesn't whole, feel like a DC city. Like, yeah, you know, it feels like you're in this political place. Chinatown that's feels fine. like a city. Chinatown feels like a city. I like being around Chinatown, Chinatown and yeah. When we took the near, Chinatown near, bus, I was there near, so briefly near the MCI Center. Oh, you really haven't explored DC? I mean, I wouldn't explore. Is probably not the word I would use now. Oh, I love DC. I love DC. I'm lot. really not a fan. I hate going into DC. Actually, oh, you see, I, I like had, I don't hate DC as a city. Let me be clear. I hate going into DC. Like yeah. I hate trying to find parking. I hate having to drive in DC. Like I was I, lucky. I, I, I went hate to New, that. I also went to New York last month, um, and I I went on a Sunday, which was awesome because parking's free. I actually found street parking anywhere I needed to go. I just shut up. Really? It was Sunday. Well, see what I like about New York and what I what I did. Like my sister lives just outside. Like and so, getting like I can go and stay with her and then just like train in and then their their public transit is so good. Well, street parking that, was free. Then just getting it around is not a problem. There are no restrictions. So I found street parking five blocks from Times Square. Really. Yeah, I found I found street bar I found street parking two blocks from Ellen Stardust Cafe. Like, it's, for me, it's, when it go when, when it comes to like driving into New York, it's not even just about finding parking. Like, it's just the the money to get in. Oh yes, the price. Like you have to like buy a ticket to New York. Yeah, it's uh, like yeah. yeah. So I, at that point, I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to have anything yeah. else to worry about. I will just ride around. Which is why <laughs> Sunday. Which is why I was so pleased to have gone on Sunday because it was it was free parking. Like otherwise. It would have been like thirty minute parking anywhere I went, but because it was oh, Sunday. Wow. Cause, but it's the same thing with DC. If you go to DC on a Sunday, most of the places are just Monday yeah. But even Saturday. but but even during the day, like there are places in in DC where it's like two hour parking, which is yeah. a lot more reasonable. Like yeah. yeah, okay, I'm doing something. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck are you doing in thirty minutes? DC feels like a bunch of different. I mean, I I I would go into, the, but there are parts of the city part of DC that I really dig. But you're right, even even close to the MCI Center, you feel like this is nothing to do with Star Trek. And the whole rest of the country doesn't care. <laughs> Come see Washington D.C. All of our all of our exhibits are free. <laughs> that's all. I, that's the best thing about D.C. We have great museums and zoos and great things to see, and they're free. And if you don't feel like D.C. is a city, go up uh, Connecticut Avenue and go up to like the Uptown and stuff, and it's awesome. I've been up there. Yeah, that's fun. That feels cityish. <laughs> it's really cool. You know what I love about that is they've got two Indian restaurants right next to each other. It's awesome. It's like this is one place right like one block, one block north on Connecticut from uh, from the uptown. There are two Indian restaurants next to each other, like they're directly next to each other. And I just love the idea that there's that there's enough of because uh, I, I live in that there's enough of a call for that. that well, like, yeah, because I live I live in a place where there is, the closest Indian restaurant is, is 20 miles from me. From mm-hmm. from here, and yeah. I just you well, know you live in the boondocks. Dude. I do live in the boondocks, <laughs> but I grew I grew up near Bethesda. I grew up in like I grew up like walking distance from a metro station in Bethesda. Oh, wow, yeah. So so I grew up with everything in the world I ever wanted was accessible. I I lived off Rockville Pike. You know I live I could get anything I wanted. Uh, this has really gotten really. Like, this is completely areas. off. I, like everyone's clocked out. Where okay so how, this, this is a this great is a, idea for this, a podcast. And this is a lot like Star Trek. A lot like Star Trek because you could say that um, Rockville Pike was a lot like DS9's Promenade. 
Um, yeah. I enjoyed that. I uh, part of the promenade that I enjoyed there that I don't get to enjoy now that I live in a non-urban area that I live in a very rural area. That's because it's because it's growing, but it's. it's I um, but I, having grown up my entire life in urban areas in Los Angeles and, and outside of Phoenix and outside of DC and San Francisco, I like my whole life until I was 20 something, I grew up in urban areas. There's an element of that that I appreciate within DS9 that there is, uh, that there is, uh, it's very bustling. It's bustling and there's and there's people coming and going and every and kind like, every kind of restaurant people there yep. everybody's represented I feel spe- like or a lot of people are anyway. there's Maybe there's there's but. specificity that you can't like in a in a rural area like where I am now you don't get or even on the enterprise you didn't get a sense of specificity like if I like a there is a place for a for me here. Yeah, no, I yeah. definitely dig that up. Like, I, I'd say DS9 is a lot like an urban area, like a city, yeah. because it's especially, you know, when you talk about the promenade, because it's like there are stores, there are shops. DS9 feels like you're growing up in a DS9 feels like the borough of a city. And yes, and, and the Enterprise D, for instance, feels like a cruise ship. Absolutely, yeah, because you're very self-contained. Like it's very comfortable. Like, it, yeah, they have nice things. Oh, sure, and it's not that you don't have luxuries, but like, yeah, there. I think that there's a better like on DS9 there's more you know like different elements coming in like I mean there are episodes and I love this like when they'll just either reference it or you'll actually see it where Jake and and uh Nog Nog sorry total brain fart and Nog are just like sitting watching wait do you see wait do you see what happens to Nog over the course of the series it's awesome Nog is one of my favorite characters I do dig Nog but I just I'm just like I think that's cool because if you were if you were a young person in that environment the idea of just sitting and like watching the new people come in and being fascinated by it absolutely well it's like it it seems to me you know you know what uh, DS9 reminds me it's not New York City it's Brooklyn it's DS9 is, is I feel like it's New York because it's people watching no 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 but, yeah, what, like, but you can do that in Brooklyn but it, there is also a sense especially from the young person point of view that they feel trapped there they feel like there's nothing to do here there's only a limited amount of things you know and that seems much more like like where I lived like like I didn't live in DC I lived you know in the right in the border between Bethesda and Rockville is where my formative like high school years were spent and and living there you felt very much like there's nothing to do here but you were kind of oblivious. Like I only knew my four blocks because I couldn't drive, you know. So I could, yes, I could get to DC if I took the metro, and certainly, certainly they could go to Bayshore if they wanted to take a runabout. But, but I felt like I was stuck on, you know, the lower blocks of Rockville Pike. But there, uh, but what all was there to do there? Like that's the, like I feel like even though they can't leave Deep Space you know, Nine necessarily be, to go anywhere. They've got a lot of stuff there. Well, I will, let's, let's be honest. DS9 feels partially like a big city and partially like the food court of the mall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a very good like way of, like, I mean, you definitely, there's people watching to be done. You know what there's DS9 a lot of is? Cultures. Actually, you know what DS9 would be? Have you ever been down to, uh, again, to mention DC, but I guess you could say Grand Central Station in New York, but in, in the case of DC, I would say like Union Station, where it is a giant shopping mall with like tons of stuff but it's also it's mostly a place of transit yes not that's a big no yeah no uh, wait, wait, is, is, would you say I feel like Penn Station is where I came in Penn and it, Station it felt Penn, like that like and, and what was worse was the music they played there was completely incongruous with the place I know it's because weird, the place you come in and it's like the music was all like that's really ironic no because if it had been that I would have been like now that's fucking cool no it was like they were playing like swanky hotel fucking Bach shit but I'm like in 
Penn Station. But like, <laughs> but like, 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 like Muzak Bach. Like, not like no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was really swanky. Uh, like high end. Because I like Bach. I should be in the little Ritz. mathematical for me. I like Bach. I do too, but I just it didn't feel right in that place. And then like when we were leaving and we were coming back, then they were playing like no bullshit, like beach steel drums music. And I'm like, who are you trying to kid? I'm not sipping a fucking Mai Tai on the beach. I'm in Penn Station. Okay, five minutes, go. <laughs> so I want to get back to to you liking Pulaski. I'm sorry. I cannot let this go. I need I to understand Let me, let me be clear. I don't, I did not prefer Pulaski to Crusher. I felt when, when. Um, I feel like Pulaski is the best thing that ever happened to Crusher because I feel like when she came back on the show, everybody was like, "Where's Crusher, please?" Well, and, and I feel like when when Gates McFadden came back on the show, she was energized in a way that she wasn't in the first season. I felt like I understand why they got rid of Gates McFadden after the first season because I feel like she wasn't trying very hard. I felt like her character wasn't interesting. Blah blah blah. And when she came back third season. I felt like she is an actress because she realized she could lose the gig. And also the writers, because they said they're bringing her back and they got to justify that. I feel like suddenly they started giving Crusher hobbies and things she was into. And she taught dance and she did theater and she was a scientist and she became a commander. And she like like they really. But I felt like in the first season, she was like Wesley's mom and occasionally the doctor. And then in the movies, she just became occasionally the doctor and had three lines. Um, um, <laughs> what I liked about what no, what I didn't like about Pulaski is that every episode seemed to suddenly become about Pulaski. Oh my uh, god! It was like I felt like she was like, here, it's all about Pulaski now, Pulaski, 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 and I feel like she would, she would have worked fine in the in the uh, in the way that Crusher was used. She should have been a background main character, but she was always the special guest star when she was on. Mm-hmm. You watch it like she wasn't in the opening credits. She nope. was a special guest star. Um, Diana Moldar. Um, and, 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 and I have nothing against the she, actress she, or anything like that. As a performance, like that, she like, was a strong character. She did yeah, a good no, job Yeah, no, she did acting. a good job. With, I, I, just, I could not stand the character. Um, I couldn't she, stand her. She, which is odd because normally it's the actor you can't stand. Normally it's you don't like the character like Chakotay. Like, it's because the actor isn't isn't doing a good job. And in her case, I feel like she did do a good job. But she the, did, but I, th- I feel like she was meant a, to, to not. I don't think you know what she was meant, meant to be. To like her. She was meant to be Bones. And no, and she wasn't. That was real. Yeah. I think that's what really pissed me off about it. I was like, this woman is not Bones. Yeah, Bones. It, the, I'm sorry, and you can't try to make her. Oh, and Data is not Spock. And that's the other thing is that she tried to make fun of Data and challenge Data the way that Bones challenged Spock. And it didn't but fucking Data, work because it's Data, not the same dynamic. Data is a child. And yeah. that's the thing about Data's Pinocchio. And you don't tease and give Pinocchio a hard time or you just can seem like an asshole. Yeah. Like and it doesn't. So it's it's not. Well, it's, the reason it doesn't work is because we're, we're both. You were not sympathetic towards Spock. You were curious about Spock. Con- well, and Spock, and and Spock is strong. Yeah. Right. S- Spock is emotionless by belief. But yeah, right? and he and he knows what he's doing. Yes. Whereas, he, he, whereas as, as Data doesn't Data's have a choice a child. and he's in fact wants to feel. So like the, so her attacking him for it. Her always going, You're not you can't feel, you're shit. just a computer. You're just a computer. We don't Yeah, like, like you. gosh, you just you hate her. You cannot yeah. stand and her. And that's why, because it's the, the the thing that you hate about her is that she's mean to data. Which yeah. is really she doesn't seem to have a whole lot of other purpose except being Being mean to, mean to data. Absolutely. She has a couple of episodes where she has like doctor episodes. Sure. And I like her there. I don't I, I don't, don't mind her as much and, there, and but I, I don't know if and, I'd ever say I like her. Um I what I was saying earlier is I feel like that she it would have been interesting to have her come back and challenge Crusher and just go you are like for her to say to Crusher you are a shitty doctor or her to why cr- what, what what's I mean because that would have been an interesting thing to see 
I'm not saying she's right. I'm saying that it. I would, mean, are you just saying like cash in on the fact that she's an asshole? No, cash in, in like, cash and, in on the fact that she was an act, a character on the show, a main character in the show for an entire season, and they only mention her one time for the entire rest of Star Trek. It's like she was never because they tried. Like I feel like it was like we need to sweep that shit under the rug. Like, I know because it was bad. But you know what I would bad, do? I would bad, bad, I would bad. get rid of her and then bring her back and have her be a foil. They did it with Tasha because Tasha left. And then they 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 she didn't leave, <laughs> but they well she did she did for like four for like three seasons and they they left they they never left her alone though, she was mentioned all the time they always mentioned Tasha Tasha this Tasha that Tasha this Tasha that and I would rather they killed Pulaski or have Pulaski have something bad happen to her and go but she was just sort of gone, and I think it would have been great around season four season five Pulaski comes back and and challenges Crusher and Crusher is wrong and you have. Because the all right, drama one on one. The essence of drama is conflict. Okay, she would have brought conflict. She would have brought. But con- conflict is for conflict's sake, isn't that? Yeah, that. But it's, a, it's it's a show, and that's the thing. On DS Nine, she would have come back multiple times, turned into a bad guy, turned into a good guy, become a sympathetic character, and <laughs> you know, it's like like she like, went Goldicott. Yeah. Oh, I love Gold Ducat so much. You want to suck his um, cock, don't I you? I don't. His Gold Ducat. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I don't. Let I'm going to call I think I have to call him Gold Ducat <laughs> from now on. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, him a lot. He's a great character, but oh, I'm going to have Bar- to call Mark him Gold Ducat. Mark Lamo does such a great job as that guy. Oh, um, yeah. No, he's brilliant. He's good um, shit. But, but I think Especially because he's got to act through all that makeup. Here's the thing. Had you know? Dr. Pulaski come back, I would have loved that. Ep- like, okay, there's an episode of Voyager, spoiler alert, for the end of Voyager last couple seasons that Kess comes back. Uh, she comes back in an episode. It's a shitty episode. It's not a very good episode. It's rushed. It's uh, The effects are bad. Uh, what she does is not really true to her character, blah, blah, blah. But I love when that episode comes on. Why? Because Kess is back. But 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 you like Kess when it's she's about, on. That's yeah, the that I think is the it, key even, difference because I even never if I liked Pulaski when she's on. Even if I didn't, when when Sela was on, and I didn't dig Sela, and I wasn't a giant Tasha fan, but when Sela was on, uh, uh, Next Gen again, I was like, ah, it's Tasha, she's there. It just I liked the connection to what came before. Like I didn't like that Pulaski was a main character for a year and then was just gone. And I, I, like, I was happy to forget her. I was happy she was gone. I'm not happy to forget her at all because for me, when I watch the show, I like it to be like a real world. Like I, want, I, I like it to be that, that if somebody comes back, it brings continuity to it. And one thing that I always loved about Star Trek is there was continuity. There was a sense of what came before mattered. And stop. Stop. Let, listen. All right, everybody, let's listen to Alexia on the couch. Go. Best podcast ever. <laughs> Five minutes go. <laughs> Five minutes ago. I don't like Pulaski. I would not have wanted to see her back. And if and in fact, if she had shown back up, I think I would have been like, oh, what the fuck? You know, what if she showed up in a situation? Because, again, I didn't even hate her as a person. I just hated how she interacted on the ship. Like, I found that her interaction with Data. I See, I think I fundamentally disliked her as a person because it was what we're talking about earlier with Picard like it was I felt like it was them trying to make her bones and you can't you can't she's not she can't be 
And and that's why I like Crusher so you, because so Crusher you know you do? You was know her you do, own you, thing. You and have you you have in the it, like like if you go back and change time, you go back into the final episode. She has a giant falling out with Data. She almost kills Data. She doesn't she doesn't think of Data as a person, and because of what she does, Data almost dies or something like that. She gets basically booted off the ship. She's not welcome on the ship anymore. Then you bring her back around season five, and Data's life is in her hands, or her life is in Data's hands, and she's you know and she's gonna die, and she you know so you. I mean, they're professional television writers. That's what they do. But you, you bring her back, and on DS9, she would have come back, and they would have made it interesting. They would have made her, her, they would have made her lack of likability the thing that's interesting about her. That they would bring her back, and they go, she causes conflict, and not in the trite way that she did in season two, but then you bring her back later, and you go, at least a reference, she existed. Season two existed. And right now, there's a sense for me in terms of, Next they want you to kind of forget about season yeah. two. No, no, they want you to remember the events, like the yeah, like but forget the board, her, and, yeah, <laughs> and her being and, on and, the ship. And I feel like I feel like you know I would have liked to to have a certain amount of continuity. Her and Crusher in the same room at the same time, like arguing with one another, and Crusher just railing her. I think I could have been okay with that if it had like, been like right when Crusher came back, like when she came back to get her. No, shit. no, I'm saying like season four, season five, Crusher starts railing her. Then you find out she's got a Ripley complex, like in Aliens, where she's like prejudiced against machines because she was part of the the planet where the crystalline entity, you know, where where lore betrayed everyone, and she that's part of her past, and that's like you you reveal things. If about, they'd given her some kind of really interesting yeah, backstory, and, and, to yeah, support it, that. yeah, and you go back and you go and mm. and, and you have her breakdown, or you have you make her a sympathetic character. And then you you hurt. I mean that that's that's what you do with dramas. You you make sympathetic characters and you hurt them. And if she's unsympathetic, you make it that nobody likes her, and they and and she has to deal with that. I mean that's that's good writing. As you go, you whatever your foibles are, you have to deal with them. Yeah, but I mean, I, don't, I, I guess so. That's you're saying not, they not, should have turned her into like take it because they obviously did not mean for her to turn out so unlikable. No, that was clearly not their goal. And but I, own and, it. But own it. You know, own it. Uh, but again, like I find, you know what I find? I find when I go back and I watch season two again, I'm like resurprised every time that like Crusher's gone. You know, like I'm re like, what the? F- oh, that's right. They had this whole season. What was this fucking bitch? <laughs> you yeah, know, well, I feel that way. I feel that way too. But I feel like own it. I feel like you know what? Call her back for two episodes in season five and go. Listen, this is you know. You know, have her come back and have her go on an important mission, and nobody, nobody's happy with her. And she has to deal with the fact that watching her go through the discomfort of being on a ship full of people that just don't like, like when they first introduced Ensign Rowe, you know, how nobody liked her. You make that be Pulaski as she's on the ship and everyone's just pissed with her, and they're just like, you know, she's, she was bad. And she has to deal with that. And you make it, but again, a, it goes against the whole Roddenberry. These guys don't aren't in conflict with one another. And B, it goes against 1980s non-serialized television, mm-hmm. where you want to separate it all. Today, and because most television is somewhat serialized, if not really serialized, aka Lost or Buffy or even DS9, mm-hmm. later DS9, um, like they they wouldn't have done that now. It was not the way the television was written then. But I kind of wish there's a part of me that wishes it was like it was now, where you know, like Battlestar Galactica. Which have you seen? Have you watched? No, no. No. All right. When you finish DS Nine, you have to watch BSG because it's written by Ron Moore, who did a lot of of DS. Oh no, I've wanted to watch <clears throat> the yeah. new one it's for a- some time, but I was I wanted 
to get like the whole <laughs> shebang on Blu-ray. Oh, and it's shit and, it's awesome. Like, it's I awesome. I know it's awesome. But on but Battlestar Galactica, there are tons of unlikable characters. It's tons of characters that they try and introduce one way, and the character doesn't work, and then they go away for a little while, and then when they come back, they own the fact that they didn't work, and they deal with it. Hmm. And it's dramatic as hell. It's they really deal with like like this is a character that doesn't work and here's you know and I feel like they could have done that with Pulaski. So that's a, I'm not saying I love Pulaski. I didn't hate her as much as maybe other people do, but I I feel like I there's a disco, there's a cognitive dissonance for me in terms of season two that I just have to ignore that Pulaski was there. Yeah, and and fucking acknowledge it because she was there and just say okay she was there killer. Kill her and have them have to deal with it or have her turn bad or have her make a giant mistake and be removed from Starfleet and then bring her back and have her deal with it. And that's, you know, and that's what you do. They did it okay with me. As far as I'm concerned, they did it pretty well with Sila. They failed in some respects, but at least they dealt with it. And I feel like they could have dealt with it. Uh, I I was happy for her to just be gone and never have to acknowledge her again. <laughs> Clearly. I'm sorry. Like that's just where I. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Because this has really been a hodgepodge. Ready? Five minutes go. <laughs> five minutes go. Um, and that's a it's lot. Good like so Star far. Trek. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You know what? You know what? No, this doesn't get to be the whole whole episode of five minutes go to me. Five minutes go. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? Listen to the five minutes ago. Listen to all the episodes up to here. <laughs> you can just break it down. I was like, wait for it. Five minutes go. There's just. Here we go. La 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 la. All right. So I go. guess that's Trek off. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, this is fun. I like touching a bunch of like like hitting on a bunch of different stuff. This we we should do this uh, more. I was uh, okay with it. <laughs> uh, but let's say, uh, shall we tease what we talked about before? I think it's worth teasing. Um, Next, I have no idea what we next talked time, about before. <laughs> next time on Trek Off, you need to tell your friends, get them ready. It's been done before in other podcasts, but not in ones like ours. Um, oh dear God! Uh, Star Trek versus Star Wars, the battle royale, and we'll drink and say fuck, which is what makes us different. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we'll mention poo. I'm sure we will. At least he will. I'll call it duty, though. I don't call it. Poo. You know, you don't duty. call it that. You call it duty. duty. <laughs> Is um, that how you teach your son to? <laughs> he's like, now it's time for your duty time. No, he says poo poo. He says poo poo. He says poo poo. <laughs> Good on him. He knows he what's a, up. Yeah. So, um, so, but no, that's it's going to be a big one. It's going to be fun. So, Star Trek versus Star Wars. Um, lots to talk about there. In that they all have eight names that start with star <laughs> letters that start with stars. <laughs> screw the joke up there too. Jokes are funnier when you don't screw them up. I thought I'd let you know those facts those can i also just for a second like five minutes ago i would like to submit i love how kira's hair in like the first episode of deep space nine is like kind of longish like it's still a shortcut but it's like a little bit long like like almost to the ears a little bit fluffy and she has shoulder pads like a romulan and then the very second episode Dunsky like short boycott hair like oh, they were she like gets, she gets but it's still her 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 she still wears a relatively boxy outfit oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah. watching season nine and she's got like oh long, she like really svelte her, and sexy her, and stuff by yeah, then no her she's got she's still tough 
but her sure she's got, she's but her appearance hair, is less she's got hair down to her chin very 90s um late 90s and then she's got um a really like her outfit is skin tight but it doesn't seem it doesn't seem exploitative like it's not, not seven of nine ish she's it's it's i mean it's honestly functional. when she has her jacket off it's yeah. it's fairly I mean to like even you know season no, she 1 looks, it's like hello season 9 season know? 9 she she really works it she's really cool in that um uh she first of all do you know by the end of the you'll hate her for this by the end of the series she was married to Alexander Siddig you um, know what how can i hate her for that she knows what's up yeah she um, she had opportunity and she took it i can't i can't blame her for being smart <laughs> also also although they are divorced from what i understand did they have a beautiful child they they are they're really good friends from what i understand and then also she was in chicago on broadway a bunch um she's a really good singer an amazing singer really well, who is she was she roxy yeah i can see that yeah and then she um and then oh, you know what I saw when what? I was in? I told you I went to that really cool uh, yeah. comic book store in New York. They had a, uh, and I almost bought it, but it was expensive. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? It was, it's her playing uh, in a TV movie version of The Spirit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have and you she's seen, like you blonde see? and I just, I don't like the hair. It's, it doesn't suit her. It's like very blonde that's her, that's like her. That's like her real hair. Blonde and bouffant. Oh, was it blonde? Yeah. It was a bouffant. Sense. Like it was very. Have you seen the remake of Friday Thirteenth? No, I've the seen remake the remake of Freddy. I've seen, but she's a, she's she's Mrs. Voorhees. Shut up. Yeah, that's awesome. That is cool. But when I saw that, I immediately thought of you. I was like, Oh, is it out of history? Loves her. And I really wanted to get it. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Then I'm gonna be like, Hey, look what I have. <laughs> yeah, in terms of in terms of uh, of I, I think it's cool. I'm mean, good good on her. She got to be in Star Trek and be Jason Voorhees' mother. Awesome. Yeah, like, right? Like, like it's like just hitting pop culture icons. You know, good good on her. Um but I think I think we got to call it a day there cuz it's been an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> and our, our audience is like like okay, uh, let's go to the next episode. Um which is going to be awesome Star Trek versus Star Wars next episode of Trek Off. But until then I'm Justin and I'm Alexia. Trek Off. Trek Off. It is <laughs>